From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for the week of August 1st, 2012 from Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Dustin West, joined at the table this week by Kathy Whirling, Teresa Eccles, Corey Martin, Tommy Sandvik, and Sean Thompson. Of course, Pete Werner, Walter Eccles, John Magi, Kevin Close are all out in California on the Adventures by Disney Backstage Magic, and uh, Julie Martin's at home with the kids. Uh, in this segment, we're talking to Kathy Whirling and Teresa Eccles, who have their latest installment of their Epcot 101 series. And we're going to discuss Mexico through Italy, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, the second half of the world. Ah. The last, yeah. Yeah, this is our, we, we've been doing our 101s, um, just kind of walking you through what's there and what's available and kind of a, if you've never been, gives you an idea of what's. Or if you've been there a bunch of times and never bothered to walk in to any of these places. Yeah, the things you find in the back of these little countries is amazing. Mm-hmm. Or boring, depending on what country it is. <laughs> so the first place we're going to stop at is Mexico, and that's if you're, you know, headed towards World Showcase and you turn left to the which, left to the left. clockwise, which is the way that clockwise, yeah. that supposedly most people go really? in the park. Yes, that's the way I go. Yeah, I, I always that. go. Yeah, it too. depends on if you want a margarita or a black and tan. Yeah, right. you know, it's really, I always want a margarita, <laughs> so I'm always yeah. going to the left. Everybody goes to the left. Yeah, you always park? go to the right. I, I always do too. I don't know. Well, now lately, I find myself going in through the international gateway, so it doesn't really yeah. affect me. But usually, yeah, Mexico. And just a reminder to everybody that um, Epcot opened October 1st, 1982. So they're celebrating their 40th anniversary this year. So the 30th. The, I was going to say, wasn't it just the 25th? Yeah, it's the 30th. 30th. Okay. Well, then, okay. I can't add. Sorry about that. Because I was there for the 25th. <laughs> 15 but, years ago. Yes. It <laughs> seems like just yesterday. But anyway, so Mexico um, is the one that's shaped like a pyramid outside. And it has a lot of artifacts inside, which I didn't realize are like on loan from the, the different museums in Mexico. They switch it out every so often and... They try to keep it fresh, but they want everybody to see some of these artifacts. Are these the ones that are in the glass cases mm-hmm. right in the lobby? Of the inside the pre-Columbian pyramid, right? Which actually does look yes. like a pyramid in Mexico. I've actually climbed one of those in the real Mexico. And this is pretty accurate looking. One of the, the things that I read that I didn't want to say, but I'm sure now everybody's going to talk back to their radios, is they were saying that when they first built that, they had a problem with people trying to crawl up the pyramid. I can imagine, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they put little, like, stops in there. Little yeah. They made things. it a flat, flush wall instead of... Because that's what you're supposed to do. I mean, they the real pyramid has the pyramids that they have in the Mayan community, whatever you want to call it. You do climb. The steps are narrow because you don't. they won't let you look straight up to the gods when you're climbing, so you have to kind of go up sideways. Okay. And then when you get to the top, you just freak out, and someone has to help you down to the bottom. <laughs> it, that was my experience anyway. But, but Okay, and then as you walk through the building and you're starting to go down to where the restaurant is, there's like a highly decorated, it's the, their portico, and that is supposed to remind you of a mayor's mansion in Mexico. Hmm. 
And I'm like, didn't know that. I like that area as you come in and you either go to the left or the right and you sort of come down. Oh, this, yeah. down the and ramps. Yeah. The, yeah. But mm-hmm. that where they have like the wall and it's, you know, there's with a the fountain columns. there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the fountain's like in front of you. But yeah, that's supposed to be to remind you of a uh, mayor's mansion. Oh. It's so dark in there. You can't see it. Yeah. Half the time I, I don't. Yeah. That is a, a dark. I mean, I realize it's supposed to be nighttime, but it's a little, you know, they pull out the moon something. I don't know. And the attractions that, that are in there, we have the Grand Fiesta Tour starring the three caballeros. <sighs> and I love that. That's a cute. That's another one of those. No, it's a cooling off station there, yeah. Sean. Don't be shaking your head. <laughs> it's, but it, it's like. It's an advertisement for Mexico. And it's like somebody saw, you know, uh, It's a Small World and was like, look what we can do. Yeah. yeah. They didn't quite get it Turkey right. Turkey Girls kids call it the cheese ride because it's so cheesy. <laughs> Cheese ride. Like, Can we go on the cheesy ride? Yeah, but that's sort of to me well, that like that it. that's sort of like classic Disney to me. That that it's still there to this day, and it's you know it's using some of the Disney characters. Donald Duck. Yeah, they, yeah. I yeah, will say they did, did a great job at those videos and putting the characters in there. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know, it's just it's entertaining. It's to me it's that's cool. always like, it's like it's a bonus that if you're looking for some place to sort of like just relax a little bit and if you have a kid that you're trying to calm down or want to take a nap that's a great place it's cool you get to look at a little volcano so some of the other they have um some wood carvings in the front it's from the mexican folk folk art folk art gallery those are really cool and they have the mariachi band that plays outside that to me um says mexico but then i've never been to mexico so maybe that's the typical it's you know, kind you of frou frouy, but yeah. it's cute. And it's the what giant, you expect. Yeah, and the giant hat that everybody's put on their head. Yes, like four million there. times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's all part of the experience, but um, I don't know. The, I think the food there is, if you like that kind of fare. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not big into Mexican, but I've been there, and I mean, it which, was okay. Which restaurant? Um, the San Angel, which is inside. No, no. no. I, I've eaten there several times, and and. During candlelight, we've had that option once, and it, I didn't care for it. In many ways, much better. In yeah. many ways, that reminds me of the Blue Bayou. You know, it's one of the coolest places yeah. you can be, oh, yeah. but the food's not. The food's kind of no. sucky. But um, the tequila bar—I've never been inside the bar, but I, the menu is kind of a little basic tapas. Oh. Little—I uh, didn't realize they serve food in there. Me either. But it's got some, you know, so you're not drinking constantly. Justin. <laughs> they, they, do have, uh, they do have beer on tap, which tequila and me just, it's no good. They need Same to have here, an entrance right to the parking lot there because I had a drink in Germany one time and had to walk to the front of the park and I felt like I was walking for days to get there. So if I went and had tequila, it would be another one of those. <laughs> I mean, you always see the line for people getting margaritas outside, but I mean, yeah. go inside. Yeah, get yeah, your margarita there. It's uh, so much not better. Not this watered down or, yeah. or weak thing. Yeah. They, have they a, serve outside. They have an avocado margarita. It's amazing. Those cast members in the tequila cave are really, really good. They're, yeah. They know yeah, what they're they doing. They know how to pour, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I heard. <laughs> <laughs> how about the other, the outside Mexico. Uh, the La Cantina, the, the one that's uh, on the path that serves Mexican favorites like tacos, churros, uh, Mexican beer, margaritas. That's okay. I mean, it's it's relatively yeah. new. And the um, the La Hacienda, 
which is the table service. It's a uh, 12,000 square foot restaurant right on the pavilion. It sees 250 people. It's, I've never been in there. I think that food's great. It's, it's fantastic. Have you been in yeah, there? It looks like it's absolutely. a little bit. It's, it's very, you know. A little bit higher in. Higher in, in in the way that you don't get as much. You know, the, the portions are smaller. Right. And they at least when I was there, they had a, a woman. She didn't work for Disney, but she worked for like a tequila company. And she came around displaying all the margaritas you could get and like oh. trying to get us to get drunk. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. It's funny you said the portions are smaller because last time I ate there, I was a little gluttonous, but I, I ordered the, the meal for two. Mm. Oh, I think that it one was, you put on Facebook? Yeah, food. I definitely had yeah. the food porn that oh, one. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's not what I got. I'm, I'm looking. Big. And they I'm, refill the sides, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, they do? I, mm-hmm. huh. I have um, Candlelight for Whoopi Goldberg booked uh, to eat there because uh, Marco wants to work to, uh, eat there. So, For those who don't know, Marco's my husband. We got married in... New York, and he used to work at the Mexico Pavilion. That's how I met oh. him. So oh, it's cool. home a little bit. So he's yeah. really excited to to eat there. So yeah, we're gonna eat there and then go see Whoopi Goldberg. It's definitely one of the oh. better choices in World Showcase. Yeah, I think. it it was one of the more expensive ones. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's it's relatively new. So mm-hmm. you know, something if you've been years ago, come and try this new place. And so. as far as shopping goes, they have authentic Mexican goods. I'd have to look at the tag on that, but baskets, pottery, blankets, crafts, toys, clothing, leather wallets, and handbags, silver jewelry, candy. So they've got a little bit of everything. I like it because um, there's some lower-priced items for tchotchkes and souvenirs for your kids. That's always a good place to go. We always, even though we're local, we always end up there and come back with a little Mexican bag of some... (laughs) Or a little foodie doll or something that <laughs> Stella's got to have. But I don't know. I, I I like Mexico. I'm not a big drinker, but like everybody else here at the table except me. Well, not you, Kathy. <laughs> Let's look around the table. How many? Okay. So anyway. So now we're going to move on to Norway. And Norway was always one of those countries I sort of walked past. Yep. And the last couple of years I've started going in and uh, the little like museum that's there have you ever been in there yeah scary statues yeah (laughs) Yeah. but it's like again to me it's like only disney would take the time to put this museum in there with some different artifacts and and try to educate you about norway this is the museum that's inside the actual stave church yeah that's in the church the statue outside yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah um the thing that i always liked about norway is during flower and garden they used to have the roof used to be all flowers and you're right. like wow that's so that's cool beautiful. that they planted flowers up there where now you'll get like maybe a token flower that probably was a leftover from last year or something <laughs> so you know take the time look look around um norway's one of the countries for the uh phineas and ferb agent p adventure now and if you've right. done it before for kim possible it's sort of the same adventure but it, it's always I like when you play the games in these countries and you see how something that looks totally normal now becomes one of the clues in the game. And I think, you know, it doesn't take away from anything. I think it adds to it that, you know, you could walk by and not notice it, but then the next person, you know, they're playing the game and they go, wow, how cool is this? The only thing that sucks is if you're doing the game and you get stuck behind the person. Right. And then it ruins it. Yeah. Yeah. But um, stay away. I just get a drink at every country it sends me to, and then that problem by the end isn't a problem anymore. <laughs> and that's a great game. Wow. It is so much fun to play. It is. 
I love Norway for the architecture. Um, yeah, that's again. It's just medieval looking. It's I don't know. It's just all the details and the um, you can't pass up the ride in Norway. Well, you right. could. No, no. Bob Gurr had something to say about that ride. What, what did it, he say? He did not like it. He said it was crap engineering. He said because it breaks all the time. He he had not very the person that we actually went on it with him. He said oh, I can't believe I'm going on this ride. He like <laughs> despises the designer of that ride and said it's it's a horrible design from a from a you know ride. I guess uh, engineering perspective. Yeah, he did not. Apparently, like that ride. Tom Staggs is in town this week, and that's one of the oh. areas he's doing a walkthrough. Yeah, that's that and also idea. Universe of Energy. Good. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Can I go join him? Can I tell him? <laughs> yeah. But um, Maelstrom, that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. It uh, it's a nice little ride in a Viking boat. Takes you through a 10th century Viking village, mythical forest. You encounter trolls. You think you're going to be plunged over the top, and then the thing <laughs> makes a U-turn or turn and you know, shoots you into back. the future. Yeah, the first time I did it, I was with a group of people drinking around the world, and they had me convinced that you know I was going to plummet to my death in a Viking <laughs> boat. <laughs> but um, once you get off of the ride, the ride ends abruptly for me. I mean, you yeah, think you're going to go through the village and you just stop at the village and get out. Yeah. And you walk into the little theater where... Everybody up, walks through. Yeah, up, walks until, through. <laughs> up until a few weeks ago, I walked through it. We sat down and watched the movie, and I just sat there with my mouth open the whole it was time. It's like the lamest movie I have ever seen. Uh, the technology <laughs> That's why everyone walks the, out. I've never seen it. Oh, you've got to see it. It's just so... Bad? Yeah, yeah. bad. I mean... It's so bad, it's good, right? I No. The part... It's just bad. It's just you said there with... In awe because it's like the technology they're showing is the giant, you know, computers. Oh, the old computers. Yeah, it's really yeah. outdated. It is very outdated. Yeah. I was shocked. Why? Why won't they update? Is that- I've heard that there's a rumor that they're going to update it. They need to do yeah. something because who cares? Okay, the last time. Because, I- no, wait, wait, wait. You need to care, Dustin. This is you're going around the world. This is Norway being represented, and I see that's a bad representation. Yes. I've never been to Norway, but I would say. You know, I think their beer is enough of a bad representation. It yeah. needs to be taken. The, the problem better. I have, I'm sorry, the problem I have is that it's a movie at the end of the ride and it's blocking you from the exit. I think they could do a lot more with that space than just put another movie in it is the problem I'm having. Well, we saw that movie and we saw the China movie. And it was like the difference between night and day. The same yeah. day, just within a few minutes of each other. And Because China, when you walked out of there, it's like... I want to book a trip to China. I want to be yeah. Chinese. I want to be that guy that can like teleport. Yeah, Chinese. Movie. Yeah, Confucius. Well, yeah. it's like the the Canadian movie. Okay, but back to the going through the movie. Up until we had done it here recently, the last time I rode that, if you got out of your boat, the doors could be closed to the movie, and you had to wait until the movie yeah. ran its course. You had to get through there, or you weren't getting out. Yeah. Right. We're now the the. The door is open, so as you're sitting there watching the lame movie, people are walking. In front people of are you. walking in front of you. And we came in and sat down in the movie. We missed the first part of the. Yeah. Hopefully, it was the part that made sense. But <laughs> people walking past are like they're actually sitting. Well, yeah. we weren't the only one, and the seats are uncomfortable yeah. in there. I mean, I don't know. I just I was disappointed with the movie, but I still think you should experience it. I don't know. I just I want you should get. Every, everything you can out of each of these countries. And as you're waiting in the line when you're going to go take the boat trip, if you look at the painting on the wall, there's a Mickey on a ship. So you could keep your group amused looking for the Mickey. Yeah. 
Well, you just told them where it is. Now, you know. Well, oh, but well. I mean, it's, <laughs> no, in, it's in the painting. So I'm always. Yeah, there's a few hidden yeah, there. there. Yeah. That, that painting used to confuse me as a child. I thought that, like, there were giant people. In, yeah, in giant Norway. Vikings. Giant, huge but, Vikings. Like, there's also, like, a paramedic lady that's, like, 100 feet tall. And yeah. it really confused me as a child. It's oddly. One of the guys look like, looks like Liam Neeson. <laughs> I have really? to go back and look uh-huh. on the right hand side. Check it out. And there used to be a nice playground in Norway. There used to be the big boat. Well, the boat has gone away and never to be seen again. But and the and the the ride throws you out after you've gone through the movie. Stop, watch the movie, and keep moving on. (laughs) You go into their little gift shop. Whoa, really? A Disney attraction that drops you off in a gift shop. I know it's It's, crazy. It is shocking, but um, and it's. Basically, this giant troll that everybody sticks their finger up his nose. Yeah. yeah. Which and who's the Edgar, the Hansen brothers from um, Deadliest Catch? Every so often, they come to Epcot and they do a meet and greet there in Norway. And if you want to see lines, wait till they're there. And you're like, you're all waiting in line <laughs> for this? Wow. So Norway is like one of those countries. Julie, Julie would want me to mention the jewelry they have there, the sterling silver jewelry. They do have yeah. beautiful jewelry. It's. I mean, it's a. It's a nice little end. You got to talk about um, Akershu, the breakfast, lunch, and dinner, princess storybook dining. Um, it's basically an expensive character meal. Character yeah. meal. Yeah. It's good though. I mean, it's it's. I don't know. Have you done it, Kathy? I've never done it. No, I'm. I'm not a fan of character meals because I never know. What do you say? I mean, I know these are face people that you could actually say something to but i get creeped out around characters that when they come up and they're like rubbing their belly it's like yeah what do you say to these and i'm trying to eat so. just leave me alone okay um the kringla bakery i absolutely love because they've got the most adorable boys that work men that work in there <laughs> oh really yeah you need to go back check it out grace the norwegian girls aren't half bad either really <laughs> it's hit or miss man <laughs> grace in there goes in there to buy her the water vase or whatever it is yeah. she's got to have one every time to see i if- love that bakery Oh yeah, oh, uh, and the food, and it's it. not horribly priced. I mean, it's a nice no. little, it's an outside eating area, but it's always kind of cool there. I mean, it's yeah. there's always, I mean, it's a nice little stopping point. That was one of the it. places that that they have the school bread that everybody on the Diz always used to rave on and on about school bread. And finally, I went and I tried it, and I went, mm. it's you good. Know, it, it, I think I've never had anything bad in there. Yeah. It's like a cold donut. It has like coconut yeah, on it. I don't know. I guess maybe it was overrated in my mind yeah. from everybody talking about. I I think there's better places to to go spend my. But just for a basic sandwich, I think it's a good. You know, okay. I'd I'd, I'd, I'd pass Mexico and go there. <laughs> so, that's that's Norway. From there, where do we go? We're going to go to China. China, home of the really cool movie. If you want to go see a good movie, go to China. And there's so much to it. There's so much to see. Um, the when you enter the China Pavilion, you go through a distinctive triple arched ceremonial gate patterned after the Temple of Heaven in Beijing, which is absolutely beautiful. I mean, the colors, mm-hmm. especially at night. It's it is. Yeah. It's just amazing, and um, the carvings, all the different. Uh, what is it that's inside there, Kathy? The, the um the tomb warriors, the terracotta. Army. Yes. Oh my gosh. Is that not cool? Oh, yeah, it's it awesome. Is. We went in there with Stella a couple of weeks ago, and she's like, oh, we learned this in school. And I'm she like, was so did? quiet she was. the whole rest of the time until we got to there, and she's like, oh, we learned about this in school. So 
I was shocked. I said they haven't learned anything about America, but they're all into China, apparently in Orange County, Florida. But that leads to, see, you can say it's an educational place to go. Yeah. It is. It is. Um, most, ref- people, most people don't even know that's there. I know. Yeah. You don't, I didn't know it until... Looking for air conditioning. Yeah. Looking for air conditioning. <laughs> yeah. And Reflections of China, the Circle Vision film that Kathy was talking about, is amazing. It is. I think it's, it's a definitely, um, even at... Well, after Norway, anything probably would have been amazing. But <laughs> Susan had dragged me in there a couple months ago, and I'm like, I don't want to see the China movie. And I came out of there like, wow, when can I book my trip to China? Yeah. I, th- I think they've recently done something with that film, cleaned up the print or something. Okay. It, it's, it looks good right now. I always enjoy it because um, I went to China in 1998. My dad did a teacher exchange. So it's really cool to watch that video and be like, Oh, I, I've been there. Yeah, like, I, right where he's filming, I've I've stood, you know. And actually, I was just um, converting home movies from VHS yeah. to uh, DVD, so I actually found the footage of that. So it was kind of cool. To, I always enjoyed the, that movie because it, you know, revisiting somewhere like that that you don't get to go very often. So yeah, yeah. and Circle Vision I think makes it more exciting. Yeah, because you're, you're there. Yeah. You're like it kind of makes me sick too. But yeah, yeah. You know, if you're not leaning on the, the little simulated railing. motion. Yeah, but it's cool. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, the shopping in China. Loads of stuff. Loads yeah. of stuff. I didn't even know it was back there. Yeah, it's yeah. one of the largest in the World Showcase. Right. That in Japan. Yeah. Japan, I thought. Japan, I absolutely love. But China, we found quite a few things Yeah, in we there. could have spent a lot of money in yeah, China. Yeah, we were in there, you know. Stella was nickel and diamond me. <laughs> I don't know why I'm having a hard time saying, like, the lake or whatever that's out in front that have the water lilies in it. Right. Again, this year, for some reason, they've grown much bigger than they usually do. But the attention to detail that they put in that area with the trees and everything, in my mind, I feel like I've gone to China. I don't know, Tommy, you've, if you've been there, is yeah, it I think accurate? It's, yeah, I think it's very representative of the um, sort of the feel of it. Teresa, you want to tell us about the dining? Nine Dragons Restaurant is your... Um, sit down it's 15 to 35 a person usually around there it's one of the few restaurants in the world where you often find availability don't know if that's good or bad um i've never eaten there but i know i know you could walk probably walk right in anytime yeah but it's all the menu doesn't change a lot it pretty much stays the same yeah i ate there in um christmas of 2004 and uh, my parents came down, and we, we went there, and I thought it was quite good at the time. But I know that they've changed it, and I also might not have actually known what's good, but <laughs> I was so, so I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I mean, it wasn't bad. It definitely wasn't bad. So, I mean, my parents both thought it was at least okay. But yeah. they've, they've refurbished it since then. They've changed things inside. I don't know if they changed the menu, too. Um, maybe not, so... Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure they changed it a little bit, but yeah, since right. I've been doing menus the last couple of years, it's pretty much stayed the same. I just don't think of Chinese food when I go to Epcot. I mean, we have yeah. Chinese food places all around here, delivery yeah, Chinese food. That's, that's true. excellent. Yeah. But usually I'll stop and get a couple of egg rolls, just a snack yeah. on. The Lotus Blossom Cafe. Yeah. yeah we If Grace is there, we usually, she wants to go get the chicken there. Yeah. Um, that place isn't terrible. I mean. No. I mean, it's, it's, it's fast quick. food. It's yeah. fast food. So now we're going to move on to the something that's near and dear to my heart, the African outpost. And if you've ever wondered what that's supposed to be, that was supposed to be a placeholder. They were going to right. put in yeah. a pavilion there, and it never. Cheap. Yeah. Well, and there was a lot of political stuff, and 
you know, with there was a company from South America that, or South America, South Africa that um, wanted to do it. And they thought with apartheid that they didn't want to get into all of that. And then once Animal Kingdom opened up and they had Africa there, it never really right. developed. It's just a corner with loud drums, a few seats in the direct heat and beads made out of paper, right? Mm-hmm. That's Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a quick service place. There's a too. quick service, yeah. but there was there, there's been rumors about a Brazil pavilion and an Australian pavilion, I believe. Mm-hmm. And but nothing's come to fruition yet. It oh. seems like every year after food and wine, it's like, "Oh yeah, now this com- country's coming." And then it yeah, never happens. Yeah, it never happens. And the African Outpost is a, a cool place if you want to sit and watch the bridge go up when they bring the barges out right. for illuminations that, you know, when I posted pictures the last time, I was like, I've never seen that. So it's, yeah. you know, if you've never seen it, if you're not in a hurry to be on the other side of the bridge, it is sort of cool watching them, you know, mm-hmm. bring the barges out. But if Listening, you're, you know, all the people complain. Yes. Yes. All the people that are <laughs> complaining because they're trying to get through the park and now they can't. They're freaking out because, oh, my gosh. And if your kids like to bang on drums, go to the It's a, it's a good outpost. area to let them just kind of chill because, you know. Yeah. What are they going to do? The people sitting there in the little hot chairs in the baking sun can listen to them play the drums, and that's usually what we do. And the place with the beads, I mean, there is a little gift shop area there, and if you haven't seen the, the bead place, they take, Disney sends their old park maps and any of their paper products, and they send it over to Uganda, and the people over there that's that's like their home business is they roll them up into beads and then they send them back to disney and you know it's really cool have you seen it it's it's really interesting i've never you've never been there and they've recently like like they've added more and then when you go to get your your purchase they put it like in old like park maps that they've taped up to be like an envelope wow so recycling yeah it's cool I have one that it looks like they use brochures from Cruise Line, Disney Cruise Line, mm-hmm. because it has their colors in it. Oh. So I bought it because it looked like it would be a Cruise Line bracelet. Interesting. Pretty cool. So, I had no idea they did that. You guys no, are all no, into no, that. No. But, no. Yeah. <laughs> paper bracelets. I'm usually speed walking past that area. Yeah. Well, no, oh, you said there's no alcohol there. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just stop and check it out because, I, you know, speed Disney at the their outpost. finest. So the next country we're going to is germany yeah my favorite, my yes. favorite. yes this is i, I always tell my kids this is as close as i'm going to get you back to the motherland that um <laughs> our family came from so here soak it up in germany at epcot i love germany i love the architecture i love the little village it's so cute yeah. is it not yeah i mean it's adorable i just love the little village it's a um for those of you who've not been it's a little countryside German village with a little train running through it. It's like a little model. I don't know if it's to scale or not. But oh, I don't know. But um, And who was it we were with, the, the little people in the front? I told you that. You told me that. That now for um, Agent P, the people in the little garden do something really? that they didn't do before germany is another one of the countries that i think they really knocked themselves out on for the agent p game that to the average person you might not see anything and then you might see that person in the gift shop there's one thing that goes on in there that we could spend all afternoon doing but 
there's all kind of cool things. So cryptic. All afternoon, huh? Really? <laughs> Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> I don't know. The shopping in Germany. Um, you've got little teddy bear, teddy bear bar shop. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool. Um, the new caramel corn place is amazing. What's the name of that? Uh, yeah, Carmel Cuche. I don't know what the heck it is. It's in Germany. It's on the corner, and everything. It's the food is good. Yeah, just a smell in there, though. Oh, it's, I know. It's, it's potent. It's like walking into yeah. a Yankee candle store. Right. Yeah. It's just so well, potent. You don't like it? You got this funky look on your face. No. Well, you know, I'm not into sweets and having it just. Yeah. There was a, a commercial. Everywhere. Werther's is the big thing in Carmel Kuchen, right. and Carmel they had Kuchen. a. They had a. Um, what you say? Is it something different? Uh, I actually went to high school in Germany. Okay, well, okay, what's what, it, is what is it? Uh, Caramel Kiesche. Okay, oh, well, Kiesche. 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 It's like you're sneezing. But anyway, Werther's did their commercial. I didn't go to high school used, in Germany. It's called Illinois. <laughs> they used that building. Oh, I love that, that commercial. Area. Yeah, they filmed it. Mm-hmm. Except yeah. they, they, they took away like the uh, clock tower behind it and put yeah. like, um, the Alps behind it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's recap. You've been to China, Tommy. Mm-hmm. You went to school in Germany. Mm-hmm. So does this look like Germany to you? It does, yeah. It does? Yeah, it's my favorite pavilion. Mine too. Was it your favorite pavilion? Because of the beer. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> is I like it the because restaurant. of the beer? Well, I did like the restaurant. That's a different story. I, I like the wine like the in the back. Where you can, beer you know, garden? Get wine tasting. Oh, no, I love beer garden. I yeah. don't. Am yeah. I saying it incorrectly? How do you say no, it? No, you're good. Okay. He'll yeah. <laughs> correct you when you're wrong. <laughs> I know he will. Couchier. Oh, my gosh. The, um, the, I think beer garden's amazing. Yeah, the the food is great, and the entertainment is great, but the management is another story. Um, I uh, I went there during gay days, and yeah, Dustin heard the story. I went there during gay days with a group of 25 people, and five of them were not eating for dietary reasons. The rest of us were not only eating, but also planning on buying drinks. We were told that they could not sit with us because they weren't eating. Yet, which is 20% of our group not eating, yet they, I, I've been in a party of five where one person wasn't eating. And it escalated. It started with the um, server saying, I have to check. And she's, I mean, she's just, you know, she's just a poor international CP. She's just doing her job, you know. And the manager comes out who had just been assigned to the pavilion and um, told us, you know, it just, it went back and forth. And she said, well, the policy is this. And we said, well, how how many how many would be acceptable to have not eating because this is a new policy it's never been an issue before and so you know, we said you know the chef actually came out and said not only that they could stay with us but that they could get, go get food elsewhere that would meet their dietary requirements and then come back because they didn't have anything that would meet it he was letting them, willing to let them bring food from yeah. another pavilion and, yeah. and sit with us yeah. because you're talking about like $1,500 in revenue that this manager ended up letting walk out the yeah. door. $1,500 in revenue so over a policy. Yeah. But, you know, the thing is, so I, I would hope that you know, we did contact Disney about this. We had her name, and they came back and basically said the person is no longer with the company. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping that that is actually true, although I've had people look, and it looks like she still is with the company. I'm not sure. But, you know, it was just, it, it, was, it was a bad situation. So be warned, if you go there, I'm not sure if we're, we, we have gone there so many times. And we've gone there with big groups. And so I'm just saying, be warned, if you have people who are in your party who aren't going to eat, 
they might decide that they're, they're going to enforce this policy. John? I don't like it, no. Really? But is it something that you would have eaten in Germany? I'm just Uh, asking. Yeah, similar, but not cooked well, I don't think. Okay. All right. Oktoberfest-style atmosphere. Um, So you're going to get, it's a buffet, sausages, chicken, salads, lots of cabbage. Cabbage of every every color and flavor, which I love. Um, Desserts, all kinds of apple strudel, German-style cheesecake, um, different types of meat, meat. there's entertainment while you're eating comes out on this cute little stage. And yeah, that's great. A bunch yeah. of little men in cute yeah. little lederhosen or whatever they're wearing. I don't, I've ever done I don't know that they're really? little or cute, but... Well, I mean, <laughs> sometimes there are. Sometimes. It's, 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 a, it's fun, though. I mean, yeah, there's yeah, entertainment, yeah. folk dancing, they do some yodeling, they play all kinds of instruments, they sing. I think it's very entertaining. That's one of the places and yeah. bells and that yeah. somebody who hasn't been to Epcot... That's one of the places I like to take them, just to yeah. show them that, you know, like the atmosphere and the entertainment, you know, we go there and eat. I don't know that the food is like the high point. I think it's sort of like the whole package. Expensive. Yeah. But I yeah. think, I mean, it's like you're outside at a festival yeah. and you're being entertained. And I, I like that. And I it, I wouldn't necessarily say I feel like I'm in Germany, but you kind of get that. You're right, though. That is a good place to acclimate. I mean, you have culture, you have music, you have food, mm-hmm. you have uh, ambiance. You know, it, it's an all-in-one kind of place. And and uh, definitely call ahead and check for pricing because it changes uh, yeah. based Seasonal. on the season, the week, mm-hmm. the day. Of the, you know. the, the big tip is get a late lunch because the price goes up. If yeah. you get late lunch, they start bringing out the dinner stuff, but you're still paying the lunch price it's the same food so, so. Oh. yeah they they changed the uh, like there's a meat that they change I, I don't remember exactly what it is here. so they, they don't close shop in between no the no, no. they just change out the bucket yeah just change interesting. It out. Just, just like yeah. one or two items the rest of it's all change the, same. the price up front to a higher price and mm-hmm. you're here for dinner so yeah <laughs> also in germany is Summerfest, which is just basically bratwurst pretzels and kraut right right mm-hmm. yeah it's okay it's a yeah. it's a small out open air. I mean, that's little taste of German. That's what Epcot's all about for me. You know, those bite size grab and go kind yeah. of stuff. And that's why I like food and wine so much because there's even more of that. Yeah, there's yeah. even more of it, definitely. You know. So we didn't talk, mention all the um, that they sell crystal jewelry in the shops there, along with the um, bears. And there's a shop in there that sells authentic beer steins. Right, right. To get your yeah. beer in. Yeah. Your yes. dark beer, whatever it is they're selling there. It's like and the of, Christmas shop, too, where you get your, oh, the Christmas shop. Get your pickle. Get yep. your traditional, non-traditional pickle. And you can do a wine sampling back in Germany. I like that because it's hidden. Really? Where is yeah. that? See, told you it's hidden. I didn't <laughs> know that. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. In the one shop to the left as you're like walking in. Back well, I'm in not going to try to pronounce it. Yeah, it's back in the... Yeah. Pronoun- Sean pronounces back in the left corner. words at the bottom, the glass highlighted, Kunst. the dark words. What's it say? Glaskunst. Okay. That means glass art. Glass art. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, cool. So, and then some of the the little fun facts. Um, I just saw this one the other day, and I'm like, did I ever see this one before? If you're looking back at the, the pavilion at noontime, the, the clock will ring. And there's a little German boy and girl come out. And I got this off of our site, and it says, they are made out of wood. They are not real. 
So just in case you're wondering, they're not real. But Don't they go come file out. a complaint with guest relations yeah. about child labor. German children. That's, yeah. that's like when, when I was a kid, I got this magic set. It was in a box. It was like a hat and a wand and all that. And the box said there was a little boy on the front of the box that said, little boy not included. <laughs> it's like, if you can't figure that one out, you know. Oh, wow. So they come out, they twirl around, and then they go back in like a cuckoo clock would. And sometimes the clock's off by a couple minutes, so just hang out back there. And if you're looking at the pavilion again and you're in the area where the, um, what's it called, Summerfest, the, mm-hmm. yeah. the, there's big murals on the wall, that was supposedly where the entrance was going to be. They were going to have a Rhine River ride that goes through there. And mm. if you look at different maps, th- there's like a whole story, and I'm sure books have been written about this, that there was supposed to be another like show building that the, the attraction mm. went in that they never built. So I, that's my fun fact. When I go in there, I always say to people, there was supposed to be a ride back there. So if you want to impress people, just right. tell them that. Just tell them that. We also need to mention that we haven't talked about um, all the countries have, I believe all of them have kid caught where you can go in and do your little artsy thing with the kids. They're still doing the Duffy Bear stuff? Yes. Yeah. 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 You get your little Duffy Bear and take him home for your amusement. And like we were saying, the, the train set that's outside there's some hidden Mickeys and stuff in there, and you have to look. And if you're doing Agent P, do Germany, and you'll get to go over there and see the other. And enjoy cool it all thing. afternoon, right? Yes, yes. No, 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 not there. <laughs> Shut up, in the, shop. Shop. in the shop where the, the German the signs man. are. Shut up, sick man. So, do you need a cough break? <laughs> I always need a cough break. Okay, the last area that we're going to talk about is Italy. Italy. Love Italy. I really there. do need a cough break. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't make them laugh. In the Italian pavilion, the 83-foot bell tower in the World Showcase is authentic replica of the original in St. Mark's Square. Um, lots of detail here. The angel atop the bell tower is covered with a real gold leaf that is, even though it's so high up, the guests can't really see it to appreciate it. But it's there. So appreciate it, Dustin, next time you're over there. <laughs> Getting your beer, whatever it is you're going to get over there. Italian market. I'll get my telephone oh. lens so I can see it. <laughs> um, the Venetian bridges, the gondolas, it's all pretty amazing in Italy. It's, I don't know, Italy to me is food. Yes. Yeah. That's what I think of when I think of the Italian pavilion. I think of, let's go eat some food. Mm-hmm. And um, the landscaping is pretty amazing. Kathy and I had lunch over there. Um, with Stella, we decided we were going to go to uh, the uh, the wine cellar to, to right. gusto, gusto, whatever. Yeah. And it's pretty cool in there. Yeah. Pretty simple. We were thinking we're just going to get a few little cheese plates, and Stella had a little bowl of pasta. Um, Stella, Stella had pasta. I had. Um, what did I have some cheese. I got what the chef's bruschetta, special. bruschetta, and a sprite. And for Stella and I, it was fifty six dollars. Yeah, think. And mine was like wow, forty. It, is, it was a little pricey. Now, they touted it as a wine cellar, right? Correct. They have a full service bar with te- like beers on tap. Yes, like, at least ten. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty. It's pretty yeah. amazing. It's a wonderful space, yeah. and it did make me think of Italy. I mean, it did. I did. It was a yes. wonderful space. Yes. I'll give them that. We we went uh, after the Germany math. 
we mm-hmm. went right oh. into there with no reservation, mm-hmm. and 25 of us sat yeah, at you that. You took up the whole place, didn't we you? took up the whole yeah, place. So, but, Excellent service. Okay, so it's been open maybe the so summer. Let's say the summer. Right, yeah. yeah. The prices have already gone up on the food. Oh, jeez. Oh. Is it the same prices as um, well, you don't get Italian? The, the, that's something else, though. You, they have the small menu with just the small plates. Oh, okay. But you can order off the full menu, which is a good option if you can't get into the, yeah. you know. And it's a cool little space. And the plate of five cookies was, what was it, $9? Yeah, for five little cookies about the size of quarters. Wow. Which Stella sucked all down, gave us each one, I think. But our our tray, even the presentation, how they brought it out, like on the board, that I had mozzarella cheese, prosciutto, uh, I forget what else I had. I had a goat cheese of some yeah, kind. Yeah, but we had like four things on there that if you were drinking, it would be like a great nibble. Point. It was perfect. Presentation, the people there are amazing. Yeah. Um, all In all of Italy, I think. Mm-hmm. The whole Italian pavilion, everybody. I'm not saying that other countries aren't, but it just seemed, maybe it was just the day, that particular day we were there. And they all do, also now, I forget what days of the week, they do a, a wine tasting in Tutu Gusto that you can go. It's free. You can't sign up for it if there's room in the afternoons. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go in and do. They, they feature like two wines, and you can try them out. It's free, so if you're in that area, check, cool. it out. That's awesome. Awesome. check it out. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. Also, back in there is Via Napoli, um, most expensive pizza. I yeah, think. That's I think. the best pizza. Yeah, it's good, it yeah, but it's good. good lord. I haven't, I haven't done it yet, but it's amazing. Yeah. That, that I mean, stone pizza oven. I mean, right? It's, wow. it's is that the yeah, one that I mean, has the oven the that looks like a face? There's three of them. Yeah, one for yeah. Each yeah, those are freaky. Yeah. It's freaky, but I can't see paying that much for pizza. I'm sorry. Well, that's not something I would. Every time I had a longing for pizza, I would go there. But every now and then, I think it's good. And and when it first opened, do you remember they used to have the outside area? That's all closed in now. I guess they decided it's quite popular, and they needed more indoor seating. Are you you're talking about to the right of the front door? Yeah. That used to be open. Yeah. Wow. When they first no opened idea. that, I'm there like, this is Florida. How many people, <sighs> you know, like in my mind, I can usually tell like who lives here and who doesn't because the ones who live here go, I want inside. And the ones who don't live here go, I'll eat outside. Well, they mustn't have had enough. <laughs> so they, they closed it in. and <laughs> <laughs> It's too hot to eat outside here. I'm sorry. Yeah, the shopping in Italy here. is pretty good selection of what you would find in Italy. Um, you got the Venetian masks. That are made in Venice. That yeah, are made in Venice. Um, snacks, chocolates, all kinds of uh, interesting cooking items. I mean, I just it's a fun little selection of cookbooks and soaps and good variety of stuff. And then the entertainment, they have creepy clowns every now and then. <laughs> and they have these acting... Just like in Italy. Yeah, well... Yeah. There always seems to be some kind of crowd involvement in whatever they're doing. And if you're into that, hey, it's cool. I just, it's like, okay, how can I sneak through the tables? Because yeah, exactly. I don't like that kind of stuff. And, like, that should have been something maybe they, they put off to the side because it just sort of jams up that whole area. But, you know, again, at least it's entertainment. On New Year's, that whole pavilion turns into a huge dance party. Really? It is awesome. Yeah, they bring out, like, they pull their light systems out of God knows where in storage and mm-hmm. their LED light wall, and they bring a DJ in, and they got oh, laser back effects. Back in Italy? Back in yeah, 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 yeah. The whole, like, right um, in, right, yeah, like, all the way back in and then extending out to where the, 
tower is. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that the whole area just becomes. I just I remember I wanted pizza. Like the park was about to close. I wanted pizza. Pizza place was already closed at like one a.m. And I was telling Teresa, I said the day that I went over, you know, the famous, oh, there's a shuttle story from John and Kevin. Right. Um, when they opened that pavilion, if you're familiar with I Love Lucy and she did the stomping of the grapes, yeah. they had two cast members over there doing the same thing, <sighs> no stomping way. the grapes. They actually had grapes in there. They actually got dirty, just like the thing. And I'm mean, like, again, wow, how cool is that? And I, I posted pictures of that. And here it turned out that it was one of our listeners' sisters that she hadn't seen in a <laughs> wow. really long time. And here I had the picture of her sister stomping the grapes in, in Italy. But I had a, um, a few little fun facts that I was telling Teresa this one this morning that I have to go over and check out because I've heard it before. But it says, in Italy, when you're walking towards the pavilion, that's the shop with the clothes on the left, there's um, columns like above you it's that have little men maybe monks carved into them a little over your head level so probably like six feet seven feet and there's a corner column and then she says the next one or the one after that so the second or third from the end of the corner of the building one of the men is actually holding a bowling ball it said all of the figures seem to be holding something round but only one has a bowling ball and this person said that cast member pointed it out to them and it said that one of the architects was a bowler and he wanted to leave that in the building really so, you wasn't like a bocce ball or something it was bowling well <laughs> i somehow yeah, have to check whatever but now. it's like this now i want to go over and check it out and then the fountain that's there the central fountain um it contains the image of neptune the god of the sea and was inspired by anybody here now the italian expert Gian Lorenzo Bernini's Fountain of Trevi, so the Trevi Fountain. Right. And the original famous fountain is often recognized as having been seen in Federico Fellini's classic film, La Dolce Vita. So when you walk in that area, to me, I just sort of feel like I'm at home. All right, so um, we've taken you all around the world. Never left Florida. No. <laughs> it's been a good trip. Um, our next 101, I believe, is we're going to start on the Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Awesome. We're going to start uh, with Main Street. We're going to break it up into different lands and just nitpick it to pieces. Yeah, that's probably the tell you ever best. you know everything we know. All about the scrims. Yeah. Oh, God, I love <laughs> scrims. We're but still trying scr- to figure out a way. Oh, scrims. To- the scrims are down. I know. Mm-hmm. Yes, we need to go to Scrimland one of these scrim. days. Cool. Well. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you, Teresa. Um, that was very good. We will uh, see you on our next episode of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for listening. <laughs>